The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining us. Happy Ghostbusters Day. Yeah. Uh, late. Happy belated. Happy belated Ghostbusters Day. Abby. Yeah. Uh, is your microphone okay? Um, I think it's not okay. There you go. I'm sensing that maybe you think it's not okay. So well, it's below, it. it's under your chin. There, okay. There's one thing. Well, let's speak into the microphone. Uh, cool. What uh, I like is that we're doing this now. I, I on the actual show. I've learned over the last couple of years that the only way to get either of you to do anything is to do it in front of our audience. It's some, <laughs> to yeah, shame I, us. I, I, I promise you that it's somebody's favorite part of the show where every, literally every single week you yell at Abby for not talking into the microphone oh it's my favorite oh. it's it's why in the next episode i'm going to be bringing my therapist on and we're all going to talk together yeah microphone therapy mm. um hey look jacob walsh is back hey man how are hey, you Jake. i'm good how are you guys good Hi. um our uh, our cold opening last week was the surprise hit of the summer there there's it did well i guess yeah <laughs> It was oh. kind of like Jaws. It was a big surprise. Yeah. Everyone was lining up, listening to it, nobody loving saw, it. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Um, and in uh, similar to Jaws, they were worried that the the minimal amount of time you see the shark would negatively impact the movie. Oh, but no. But Jake's Jake, presence was felt throughout Jake the entire episode. Jake was on episode. the episode for about a minute and a half, and it was the biggest response we've ever gotten. So, uh, Jake, how, how, did that, how did that make you feel? It, you know, it felt good. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening and 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 for us. For I, I was I was actually kind of nervous about it because when we when we did that, um, it sounded so real to me. I was like, "Are people going to know that we're just playing?" Or yeah, are people think that we're we really yell about this kind of stuff when we're when we're not recording. I would be. Well, that's what makes it good. Like when you can't tell if you're serious or not. I think it means you're a good actor, but also it's very funny. There's some real emotion in there. I mean, like, I'm not going to I can't pretend that there's never been a time where Jake has called to be like, why are we talking about D.C. again? <laughs> why are we doing that? I'm not going to act like literally yesterday. I've never like said no more. DC. I've never been like upset. Right. Feel annoyed about. Right, 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 right. Um, no, it's all good. Uh, welcome back. We had some fun last week talking to John and Ryan, but uh, we will not be discussing the DC Cinematic Universe this week. I don't believe so. Thank God. It's not on the rundown. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I don't have to watch any. I don't have to force myself to watch any movies that I don't like. That's what I said my big announcement after I watched Willow for the first time last week. I said to Craig, I was like, it's a good, you know, it's a good movie because I watched the whole thing. And I finished it, and I really liked it. Um, yeah, I like watching movies like all that I enjoy that I'll go all the way to the end that keep me interested. So DC, sorry, so, sorry. So you haven't rewatched Birds of Prey, is what you're saying? Oh God, no. no. Um, 
Well, cool. So a um, couple uh, announcements off the top. We've got some new merch in the YHS store. We've reopened our merch store. We've got brand new shirts that are there in the, uh, they're all linked on our social media. You'll find the shop if you want to shop. If you want to shop for YHS stuff. Josh um, Bellin found the shop. Josh Bellin bought a bunch of shirts this morning. Yeah, thanks, Uh, bro. uh, I like that. I said, that guy loves musicals. You know, he posted in group therapy about musicals and Hamilton hit uh, Disney Plus today. I think he was just feeling like, excited you do it yeah. he'd buy a bunch Sorry. of yes have some shirts right like um, if he were going to this live he would be buying merch so he was already in the mood yes and so he just put it exactly. our way exactly i love that uh thank you to him and big thanks to brendan pierce who did our brand new um design that we released this week that we're doing limited prints for uh there's a few prints still available if you're interested join yes have some group therapy on facebook to get the information um incredible design really great work you Mm -hmm. can get it on a shirt as well we've uh you know jake I, i sent you the initial concept for that design probably about a month ago um but you specifically had a couple additions i wanted you to to highlight uh your your uh your creative input, which turned out to be two of my favorite things. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was amazing right away, but you, and, and usually I'm not the kind of person to be like, Oh, change this or, or do this. But, um, you were like, Hey, if there's anything we want to add, he said, just let us know and he'll, he'll add it. And, and the two things that immediately came to my mind were when you're the number one leprechaun podcast, you got to have the leprechaun in there. So yes, I was like, I was like, we got to have a leprechaun and I want a critter in there just because I love critters. And I feel like I talk about, I bring critters up enough that I'm like that, that needs to be in there. Um, I did notice somebody left a comment, which I didn't even think about this, but somebody left a comment like saying like, how was Linda Blair not in this? And And it just like that completely somehow was lost on me that there was no reference to Linda Blair in there. Well, what you have to do is you have to get it signed by Linda Blair. Yeah. Once you get it, here's the problem. We, we, we didn't want to hear from Linda Blair's Just sweet uh, dreams to ruin the entire print. We didn't want to hear from her, her lawyers. Honestly, <laughs> we didn't want to, I don't want to be fuck annoyed with every time I look at it. <laughs> Has it been hard? I don't know if we, have we ever talked about that? Like we've talked about, I guess we probably did talk about it. Like Jake, the Exorcist is one of your favorite movies. Do you look at it differently after having that experience with her? Uh, no, okay. it's, it's still great. I mean, maybe a little bit, but she's so young in that movie that it's, it's still pretty easy to make that disconnect and not have to be like, Oh, that's the person that yelled at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, she doesn't yeah. look like, she doesn't look anything like that. She's doing good. Uh, she's doing great. She's, um, no, Linda Blair is great. Her, her attitude is nasty. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, she's great. So big thanks to Brendan Pierce. If you want to check out that, uh, that shirt, it's available in the shirt shop. Um, I do like the leprechaun on the hoverboard. That is, uh, that tickles me to death and Chucky's in there. There's all sorts of references in there. Lots of deep cuts. My personal favorites are the four cats uh, represented. All of my cats, Chipsy Gizmo and uh, Undertaker and Jonesy. All four are like doing very interesting things at my feet in the picture. And I just love looking back and forth between the cats. It makes me really happy. I had to bring up your feet. I wonder like. (laughs) I have shoes on. I I think I have boots on. Well, Jake. This is a no. This is I don't. I'm gonna say this ahead of time. I don't want this to sound like a complaint. There's no. I have no complaints. I love the art, but I am curious 
why there are there are a few things on there and I'm glad they're on there because it makes it funnier to me. Okay. But there are a few things on there that I feel like we have never spoken about. Okay. And it, and that's unless and that's unless I, I do have a pretty bad memory. Maybe there were some funny jokes at some point. Right. But there is a Homer Simpson on there. Right. I'm not sure we've ever talked about the Simpsons. I briefly, um, maybe for one episode, talked about getting into them. But uh, okay. that love affair hasn't continued. There is a Where's Waldo on there, which I love that he's dressed like Freddy Krueger. It makes no sense. But I think that's one. To me, that's one of the. To me, the, the Where's Waldo is one of the funniest things on the print. It's very funny. Yeah. But it's funny because it makes absolutely no sense that it's there. Right. Although yeah. I would love to see a Nightmare on Elm Street movie where the the, the kid's dreaming and doesn't know and is looking at a Where's Waldo book and he finds Waldo and it's and it's Freddy. Like whoa, Freddy! Ooh, a Where's Waldo book with uh, slasher villains like hidden throughout would be pretty fun. There you go, um, Jake. I agree. There's a couple like there's a couple deep cuts on there. Like I I just assumed that the reason Alf was on there because we had. Matt Provencal on the show one time. A, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Matt it was because Provencal of the cat. talks about Alf so much in group therapy that it weaseled its way into our shirt. <laughs> it's now canon. I, lo- I love it. I like that it's there. Um, do you hear? Are you good? Yeah, I can hear. I like that. I th- I think he's there because the cats are there. Right, right. He might he's just got be that after the little, cats. He's got the fork and knife and. Um, but Stay Puff with the yo-yo playing with the critters is great, and uh, all all sorts of good. And stuff. Alf is wearing a Seinfeld reference. Like, yep, he is. There's some deep, deep cut Seinfeld right. references. Um, so have fun with that. Thank you to everybody who bought the prints. We we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't. I was surprised. I knew we were going to put it on a shirt, but immediately people were like, "I want that on my wall," and I was like, "People want us on their wall." Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's not just us. It's most, I think it might be all the other stuff, too. That they don't even realize that's us. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I think works about that print. Like, you don't even have to listen to the show to know that it's very cool. Yeah, and in similar uh, to most Ghostbusters fashion, no Winston. So. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> just the three. Just the three. Well, there's no other Ghostbusters. You don't see Peter. The other stuff is kind of non-human. Right. So. There you go. That seems to be the thing. Hey, I want to I want to take back what I said about uh, my favorite thing being um, where's Waldo Freddy? Because I think my favorite thing is the fact that Slimer is about to put on the mask. Yep. Oh yeah. That's amazing. Oh like yeah. That. Oh my God. That's... Wait, if Slimer put on the mask, would he just become a normal person? <laughs> like how would it, <laughs> what would the effect be? Um, he would just be John Belushi. That's what would happen. An, yeah. Um, it's great. It's great. It's available in the shirt shop. Now uh, looks really good on the, uh, the shirts are black. The print is on white. And uh, really cool stuff. So thank you, Brendan. And also shout out to John Yerkeba, who um, has another shirt design, the Abigail Gardner special letter buy something. Yeah. Poltergeist inspired from the, the Friday night eBay hangs. Yeah. Um, John Yerkeba has always done incredible work for us and we, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I love the way he does my hair. <laughs> when he draws it. Uh, yeah, no, that print's great. It, it, we dropped it during our uh, eBay hang, and I guess it was the last one we did. Yeah. It was great reaction from people, and I love the way it looks. I definitely want that yeah. on a shirt. So. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And also, shout out to me uh, for putting all of those prints that we were just talking about in their slip covers and numbering them myself yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I meant to help, but I walked away. I love, I'm like Jerry Gergich on Parks and Rec when I'm doing busy work. It makes me very satisfied. It makes sense. <laughs> yes. I was like, all right, I'll help, and then I just... Got on my phone for an hour. And I was done. Um, cool. So um, 
another god so many thank yous this week lots of catching up to do thank you so much to trevor at NECA. so we had uh trevor and randy from NECA on a couple weeks ago and uh, they were super cool great interview they're going to be revealing all of their uh, san diego comic-con exclusives starting next week so we'll finally figure out what this turtles uh, set's going to be and uh that's going to be a lot of fun, but uh, we got a big box of stuff from NECA, so uh, a bunch of figures, some of the retro-clothed uh, Pennywise figures, uh, a couple Godzilla figures, mm-hmm. Mothra, really great stuff. I would say there's nothing better in the world than getting a big box of NECA figures. I can't Dude, we imagine. made it. That's all. I feel like that was the goal. Yeah, the we could quit Just now. get NECA to notice us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've, there's definitely been like three years of Toy Fair reviews in a row where I've been like, hey, Jake, wouldn't it be cool if NECA just sent you some Godzilla yeah. figures? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so it was how great. How does it feel? Yeah. So how do you feel about it? How do you feel about us? it? I was worried that like when I looked at it, I was like, I think Jake has all of this. <laughs> it was definitely a Jake package. <laughs> I was hoping he did. I got I to gotta check. It's possible I do have all the Godzilla stuff. I know I have... I know I have most of that Godzilla stuff, but yeah, there's some stuff in there I don't have. Yeah, I really like those penny. I like the the NECA eight inch uh, Pennywises are are all, like all of those eight those inch. Are, hey, luckily those are the only. I think those are the only NECA Pennywises I haven't picked up. I've gotten all of the variants of the of the other. The you know the the non clothes mm-hmm. yeah. Like the ultimates and all those. There was some controversy. Apparently, the Comic Con exclusive from last year, the statue Pennywise, has been showing up at Walmart. Yeah, um, I saw it. And yep. uh, according to NECA, they don't even know how it's happening. <laughs> they don't even know what's going on. Um, but uh, that wouldn't be the first weird thing with Walmart. Like, <laughs> oh God. I don't even want to stole up. Walmart stole those. There's from, a good chance, like, yeah. I'm sh- <laughs> I'm accusing Walmart of theft. I'm sure everybody's expecting us. Like we, I, I'll say this: we are not going to be doing any coverage of the real Ghostbusters uh, Walmart fiasco. fiasco. Like everybody knows about it. If you got them, great. If you don't, sorry. Like if you got them and they're damaged, that sucks. But like, I just can't talk about it anymore. Yeah, that ongoing crisis. It's not. It's not a. There's it's other not things going fun. on in the world, so yeah, it's not. Yeah. At the end of the day, I love the figures, so you just got to do what you got to do. Jake, you got yours, I got mine. We, I got a couple sets. Jake's got a couple sets. Maybe it's our fault that it's happening. I don't know, but anyways, um, Jake, did you see the new NECA Gremlin that's going to be coming out? Uh, the um, are you talking about the exclusive one with the the like promotional yeah. Gremlin? Yeah, yeah. There's also like they got the the Flasher Gremlin. I think just released, um, which we knew was coming, but I think it's now officially like mm-hmm. on NECA's eBay store. But then there is the other gremlin that is like, it was, it's based off of an image that was a promotional image before the movie came out. So he's got like, I think he's got, is it like a snorkel? It's something like that or something. He's holding like a torch. It's, it's like, it's just he's got like random accessories, you know, to match the the promotional image. I I, I will I will be that will looks be like bi- a like a scuba yeah. diving like snorkel thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the box is like it looks like the old like Olympic promo. It's oh, very fuck. cool. It's God, very very cool. That is cute. Um, <laughs> the box says warning: don't take them to the swimming competition. <laughs> Dude, I'm taking that to the pool for a photo shoot. Honestly, I don't even have a pool. Honestly, I just realized that the scene I want in whatever the next Gremlins movie is, is 
Gizmo. All right, so whoever <gasps> Water owns, Park. Whoever owns Gizmo is a lifeguard at a local pool. Mm-hmm. And Gizmo want, sn- sneaks in with him. I want to see a whole bunch of gremlins synchronized swimming. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just multiplying as they yeah. go. That yeah. would be beautiful. That seems like a very Gremlins 2 sort of thing. Yeah. 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 With the music. As going. they synchronize, they multiply and like butterfly yeah. out. That would like be you so imagine cool. the music like anyways. They got little swim caps on. That's what we want. Should we record that? We should make that. We should just do that. We are recording. We are recording. So we got it. You do realize this is this is recorded. This is a recorded show, Abby. Oh, God. I thought this was a phone call. You guys are going to be really upset when you find out that there's five years of audio oh. on the internet and people have been listening to this nonsense. Um, Jake, you mentioned uh, when you got back in town that uh, Chris Stewart had uh, sent you a little package. Chris Stewart from the Ghostbusters International Cross Rip podcast. Yeah, I wanted to say thanks to Chris. Um, I got home and had like a mystery package and I was like, okay, what is this? It's from Canada. Um, I, I know very few people in Canada. Um, opened it up is from Chris Stewart. I had a like, nice little note. and um, It's an issue of the Monster Times, which is like, it's just this older, It's a, it's like a newspaper. It's a newspaper, but it's all like monster stuff. Uh, and it's got a cover. The cover is Destroy All Monsters, which is a Godzilla film. And it's got, you know, it's got Godzilla stuff in it and, and other cool monster things. And uh, it just looks really cool. And uh, the, the funniest part about it is in, in the note, Chris said that he he got it, but he just wanted it so he could get a scan of the front cover. Okay. And I think that's funny. And and part of me didn't even think to ask, which I guess I'm weirdly asking you now, Chris, through the podcast. Is that <laughs> you just have like an archive of a bunch of scans of magazine covers and stuff? Because if you do, I want to I want to I want to like flip through that. Yeah, it sounds that's a ve- that's the most Chris Stewart thing that a human being could have. Yeah. A right. Scan like, collection? but the, just the fact that he, you bought it scanned it and then you're like oh i don't want this <laughs> <laughs> i just want it's, like, it's a more compact way of like having I your collections so much yeah. i love it so much i love this magazine and, it, and i think i'm gonna start i think i'm gonna maybe order some more i remember having a couple of these when i was younger there was also there also used to be a dinosaur times which was very similar but it was like you know exclusively dinosaur news and stuff mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to maybe order some more of these. He, I think I think Chris Stewart just he did this on purpose because he knows that I'm going to start collecting them now. That's so cool. I like the idea. You know, this would probably save a lot of money instead of collecting toys. I'm just going to start collecting pictures of toys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's way cheaper. Then all you got to do is buy a hard drive. Yeah. Oh, wait. How much are those? Like 50 bucks? Never mind. I'll buy toys. Um, yeah. Chris is great. He, he didn't send uh, me anything. So. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Chris, <laughs> from us. Uh, now he sent us stuff before. We love you, Chris. Chris is great. Chris is great. He's been running Proton Charging His for... His existence is a gift to everyone. He, I agree. Yeah. For sure. And just keep existing, Chris. We should do like an infomercial for Chris Stewart, where it's like... I think we just did. But like, <laughs> I, I imagine like one of those like, I don't know, one of those commercials where they raise money for like pets or something. It's like for for a small donation of two ninety nine a month, you can help get magazine covers to Chris Stewart so he could scan them <laughs> for the price of a cup of coffee. <laughs> you can get Chris's scans. 
Oh, we got some Sarah McLaughlin going. Oh, I like yeah. that. Well, like you know, that. if you're doing the commercial, that's got to go Dude. in the background. Yeah, with like the close-up shots of Chris Stewart. <laughs> Crying. Chris with, like, Stewart. Tears. Scanning magazine. Chris Stewart has been fighting. Like with- him looking at his scans but not having enough. <laughs> Chris Stewart has been fighting with Ghostbusters fans on the internet for longer than we've been alive. What have you been doing? You can help Chris Stewart in the fight. He's a good guy. He's the best. He's the best. Um, Cool. So, um, and Chris yeah, Stewart, Chris was not ha- when that when I did that little side special bonus episode of the podcast with uh, just me and Troy. From the yeah, I'm not happy about that. Chris wasn't either, and either was Jake. Apparently, me and Troy were, were all jealous. We were all there. Janice's. Everybody, everybody was mad at me. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, you're all being Karens." Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> so, we actually got our hair cut. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. That's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Jake, uh, we've alluded to your yeah. trip a couple times. You've been posting about it on social media. Uh, mm-hmm. Jake did something none of us have been able to do. He went somewhere and saw movies in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, what was that like? What was it like? It was, it was great, man. I went, me and, uh, me and my, my good friend Becky went to, um, we went to a drive-in movie theater in Pennsylvania. Um, they did like a three day zombie movie marathon thing and we, we camped out. So we were there, we were at that for a couple of days. And then we also like checked out some filming locations. We went and saw where they filmed signs and, um, Friday the 13th. It was, it was great. It was a, it was like good to get away. Um, and I was able to, on, on the way home, I was able to like live a lifelong dream and I, and I witnessed somebody freaking out at the airport. Oh my. So this was the, that's like a 10 fuck situation. Um, I, I I do want to ask you about the Friday the 13th stuff, but when Jake, you were on your way home, you're at the airport and I think either I called you or you called me, we're on the phone, and all of a sudden, I just hear screaming in the background. And Jake just goes, "I have to go." And he hangs up, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, Abby, Jake is with. He's he's blade." People don't realize that the rare, the rare, holy grail item that Jake has been chasing for years is witnessing somebody freaking out, specifically at an airport. Yeah. And uh, you did it. I did it. I was there for it. I, I captured part of it on video, Got and one. now. And now it's all I want to collect. It's like Pokemon Go. Do come down to Hartsfield Jackson and hang out and just sit in the, I imagine anywhere in that airport is stressful. Jake just starts hanging out at airports by himself. It's like that movie, The Terminal. It's like, does yeah, he, does he have to be there? No, he just wants to be. It's like the autograph people, but like you're just, you're not collecting autographs. You're just filming freakouts. Yeah. Like there's like Bill Murray and like other high powered celebrities are walking by as Jake's like, Hey, is anybody freaking out on the plane? Can I get in there? <laughs> um, Karen? What was her deal? What was she freaking out about? Um, sh- she was saying that somebody hit her. Mm. Uh, I-, I could hear her yelling for security from the plane while I was like sitting at the gate and, she was claiming some woman hit her, and then that woman was like, "You just left your kids on the." It was just a, it was like an altercation. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Sounds messy. Yeah. So Jake hung up, and then, like ten minutes later, I think we talked. I was like, "Did you, did you get it? Did you catch it? Are you putting it in a detoff? Can you spare a detoff yeah. square for this rare item?" Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, before you left, you had mentioned that the Friday the Thirteenth uh, filming locations, specifically the camp, were kind of hard to access. So my question is, did you guys sneak in and were you caught? No, you can't. You you cannot get into the camp. It it, it, it is a working camp. Um, 
basically year round. They don't let anybody in. They're also still kind of in quarantine up there. So, um, you can get to the entrance of the camp. Um, but that's it. But then there are, there are about four or five other locations from Friday the 13th. You can see there's a cemetery. There's, uh, there's this like specific weird old, uh, cool looking building that's featured in the movie. There's a diner, um, all of that stuff, which is still there and looks basically exactly the same. So we were able to do that and we were able to go to the entrance of camp crystal Lake, but you can't get in. Mm. That's so cool though. Fun fact. The golf course I frequent is called crystal Lake. And sometimes I pretend that I might get murdered. Hey, by the way, I, uh, I just thought of a fun political cartoon. So if somebody could please draw this, um, this would be great. It's a, uh, it's like a uh, a Walmart or an establishment, and Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers are walking in, but they're the guard is stopping Freddy Krueger, and he's got a uh, his hand pointed towards to a sign that says "Masks Required." Okay, <laughs> that's, fun. that's fun. I don't know. Now we're having some fun. It's political. That's fun. That's funny, but don't 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 start off by saying political cartoon. Yeah, I almost lose... left. I literally yeah, took my I headphones hung off. Up. Well, like a fun, like a fun, uh, a commentary. You could just say cartoon. Okay. Like a cartoon. An animated series where you, every episode they stop Freddy Krueger from going to Walmart. Just a one panel cartoon. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, th- uh, those are called political cartoons. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not going to change right. the name of yeah, it. Yeah, we don't like it. <laughs> um, Dark Feast Creations. Uh, I don't know what it is, but Jake pointed it to me uh, and they make great stuff. Uh, they're doing a Ghostbusters 2 thermal beverage mug and uh, balloon. Um, I'm sorry. I completely skipped. Jake, I meant to ask you, I, Maniac Cop, all three of them, were they great? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I uh, just the first one was, you, you cut the Jake first off one to talk about great. political cartoons. Well, sorry, Jake. The, the first one was great. The second one was... Uh, I wouldn't call it great, but it was fun and it was weird and it confused me a little bit. The third one, I went to sleep. Okay. I was going to ask you, because I know how much it bothers you when Craig and I sleep through things. Did it stress you out to have to sleep through a movie that like you were at yeah, an event for? Well, you know, yeah. So I, I only had to miss, it's three, the thing is like it's three movies and they start kind of late. It starts at like nine o'clock at night. Right. And then they have like 20 minute intermissions in between every movie. So, so that's when you, you know, sleep. So that, 20 thir- minutes. that third movie's not starting until like sometimes one, one thirty, something like that. Yeah. Um, the first, the first night I missed the third movie, but I'd seen it before. The second night I stayed up for all three movies. The third night, uh, I went to sleep, but Maniac Cop 3 is available on Shudder. There you go. So Tight. We'll watch it on there. Cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, I uh, Maniac Cop was one of the VHS covers as a kid that I was deathly afraid of when I walked through Blockbuster. Actually, I've told this story before. I would not turn my back to the horror aisle. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but I knew I wasn't going to do it. Like, Well, you didn't know what was going to happen. That's why you wouldn't well, turn your back. In the, all those old VHS covers, like for April Fool's Day or any of those like weird one-off horror movies, those co- like the, the cover art was awesome. Yeah. Usually much better than the movie. Um, well, cool, man. Jake, I'm, I'm glad you guys had a good time. And uh, it, it sounded, sounded uh, pretty awesome to yeah. be out in the world. Yeah, just to be out like doing something that everyone's engaged in at the same time. I bet that's, yeah. that's cool. And plus, I haven't been to a drive-in movie since I was like seven. 
Yeah, it's been a while for me. Yeah, I saw Apollo thirteen at the drive-in theater. I've never oh. seen like a really good movie at the drive-in. Okay, I saw Super Bad, which I mean that's a good movie, but it's not like. Mm-hmm. What are we saying? I didn't even put I I because we'll talk about it next week. It's not even on this week's rundown. The the Ninja Turtles reboot being done by Seth Rogen's production company. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that next. At the week. time, I liked it. I remember I missed the beginning. Bullshit! Super Bad rules. You're all wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, you don't like it? No, I mean, I think it probably holds up. I like stories about friendship and coming of age and all that jazz, but like, I haven't seen it in a while, so cool. We have to wait and see. All right, watch it. Um, what I was saying earlier before I rudely interrupted myself, Dark Feast Creations is doing a Ghostbusters two thermal beverage mug and balloon, and Jake told me about it, and I bought one. (laughs) Good. That's my whole story. Well done. Um. But I did want to give them a plug because uh, because they're really cool. So go to darkfeastcreations.com. They've done some other stuff. They did a little uh, bust of uh, Egon Spangler and, and some other really cool Ghostbusters items. They do like the ESP cards and uh, a couple other things. So uh, I'm excited to get my thermal beverage mug. Now, Jake, you own a thermal beverage mug that came... Uh, from the Ghostbusters community. And it, you were telling me that Dan Harshman did a review of the new one, and he says the new one's better. I, I don't think he said it in those words. I think, I think that's he was exactly pointing what out. he said to me. No, I'm just kidding. I, I haven't I, watched what Dan said. I think I think he was pointing out a couple things that he liked and, and a couple things that were different between this one and the other one. Um, I really love my Ghostbusters 2 mug made by Fernando. Um, a lot of people... That's all you need. Everybody knows who Fernando is. Um, I've always been jealous of that. He's the scarf wearer. Um, He made a. He did a run of these a couple years ago, and I was. It was a very very small run, and I was lucky enough to get one. And I bring it. I I I I use it a lot. I love it. Um, But then when I saw that there was another one, and it's like slightly different, I was like, I need that too. I just love the. I love the promotional things. I love the mug. I want it. And, um, I'm gonna, I want, I now want to get the one they actually released the one that's not accurate. The black one. I have, that's like the, the one the I have. Black one, yeah. I want to pick one of those up. And so I, I'll have a little collection of, uh, of just Ghostbusters 2 Thermal Bevy. Yeah. Here's the thing, by the way, for one thing, the scarf wear sounds like a Nicholas Sparks bu- book. Yeah. So, uh, that's going to be good. The scarf wear. Mm, really, I like that. Did you see him? He's got like the unending scarf <laughs> thing coming out of his pocket. Um, but Jake, you, him? you, <laughs> There he goes. Um, he, Jake, you carry this damn thermal beverage mug with you in the Dragon Con Parade every year, and I'm always mad because I've always, I well, always it makes want it. for a great photo. Like no matter what you're doing, yeah, if you're holding good. it, yeah, you always look cool. It looks, it looks good, and it Never makes it where I don't have moment. to wave it. Yeah, <laughs> you will. Hey. You will never find Jake in a parade waving at somebody. Not once. I dare you to find a picture of Jake waving at somebody. <laughs> or or chanting there's along. Yeah. yeah. Usually talking to kids. Talking engaging with children. God. Jake's like, hey, Jake's ideal uh Dragon Con parade is nobody but him. Just walking down the street. No. No, I, I want people looking at me. I'm just you kidding. stop. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. It's not a parade if it's just you. Oh yeah. I just don't know what a parade is. You don't know the rules of parades. Um, I'm just mad because every, I'm just going to say it every year. These, we're not even going to have dragon con this year. I was Um, thinking about that. It looks like, uh, no, I, every time the dragon con parade pictures come out, I'm always mad 
because first of all, I'm usually the one taking a lot of the pictures, so I'm usually not in them. And you two, specifically Jake, all you've I've told this story before, but Jake, when you had that black uniform from before we knew you with the white patches on it, was yeah. that a thing you had? White patches? Yeah. I had a I had a black uniform that had like uh it was a black uniform, but it had like gray accents. Yeah, on it. they were gray. When I first Patches saw that picture, I was like, I was like, who the fuck? This guy looks so Who's cool. He Who is think this? He is. I was like, yeah, I, well, I kind of, st- I kind of st- like Fernando was doing that. He was doing a lot of those different color suits like that. Yeah. And I was like, and then the video game, you know, came out and those kind of suits are in the video game. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was a case, it was a case of, oh, I have a black jumpsuit. This jumpsuit's the wrong color. What should I do? Oh, I'll just like make it one of those two tone suits. Mm. Yeah. But I, I remember specifically being like, because I was building at the time like my shitty slime blower that wasn't very good. And I was like looking at the GB fans boards and I like saw those pictures. And I saw the picture of you and I was like, God, this guy's from Georgia. Fuck. He's probably mean. Yeah. He's probably going to be mean to me. <laughs> yep. He's probably going to hate my slime blower. Um, but we've talked about that before. <laughs> it, it's We all create stories. That are like Jake, when you thought the, uh, the Georgia Ghostbusters wouldn't let you in because you didn't have a Legos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, speaking that. of that, Andrew Schaefer pointed out in the the image we were talking about earlier, uh, Abby's the only one with a Legos. Wow. Oh, weird. So okay. So it's probably- in our image for the Yes Have Some podcast yeah. image. I was thinking I had because we watched Answer the Call the other day when you said Abby with the Legos. I was thinking of oh Abby. God. You thought you heard your name and you I, thought it was yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Well, let's face it. Out of the three of us, if we were doing a photo shoot. Who of the three of us who, if we had to pee, would not want to hold it? Me. I so I probably need a leg hose. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It makes sense. Okay, cool. We'll cool. move on. Um, great work from uh, Dark Feast Creations. Uh, I'm excited to get that. So, Jake, thank you for pointing mm-hmm. it out. Um, okay, cool. So let's talk about Ghostbusters Day for a few minutes. Um, uh, I think a lot of people had kind of gotten their hopes up that we were going to get some 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 stuff, maybe a new trailer for Afterlife, a new poster, still images. I think the three of us, I think in the back of our heads, we all kind of knew it probably wasn't going to happen because it's just a little, it's just too early at this point. The month, the movie doesn't come out for eight months, but um, Abby just knocked over her microphone. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jake, uh, Ghostbusters Day, not, not much happened. They did do the uh, announcement. Um, that they were going to be re-releasing Ghostbusters in theaters this week. Uh, had a little special message at the front. Turned out to be just a little behind-the-scenes featurette. Um, personally, I'm, I'm okay with this stuff just because it would have been great to get a trailer now, but I think that would also be kind of a bummer because it's going to be more fun to get that trailer with a couple months leading up to the movie. That's my personal opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's too early for another trailer. Um, it would be cool. I, it, I would be cool with like maybe if they released a couple photos, you know, because that way it's easier to pick what you're showing off and it's easy to throw a tease out there of a photo and not give a, you know, too many spoilers away. That would that would be something cool that I think they maybe could have done. But um, I I wasn't expecting a trailer at all. Um, it, like you just said, I feel like it's, it's much too, the movie's not coming out until March. It's, it's just too far away. Yeah, I agree. I think, 
I think in people kind of been conditioned to th- like, because originally Ghostbusters day was going to be the day they did the reunited apart. Um, uh, yeah. Josh Gad yeah, stuff. It's kind of like the, the, the quarantine and the other, uh, the things that are happening, you know, the, the, the protests and stuff are, are kind of like, you know, they, they made it to where, you know, they, they pushed Ghostbusters day back rightfully. And, um, they went ahead and released the Ghostbusters apart, which was a very cool thing. But mm-hmm. you know, that, that was your Ghostbusters. That was day the main stuff. thing, right? So, yeah. So it made it to where the, the, the day there, there wasn't really, yeah. Anything yeah. new, which whatever, it's fine. We're like living in a weird time right yeah. now. And it's a and weird time to celebrate anything. Like it didn't work out, you know? Yeah. The, the timing didn't work out right. And so there was just not a whole lot, which whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, yeah. what would you think? Well, I mean, you can go and listen to our bonus episode. If you're a patron where you and I were speculating about how great it would be to listen or to see a trailer or to see some bonus content. Um, so yeah, I guess I kind of built my what hopes up. What bonus episode? D- Jake, we did a little tiny bonus episode. Did you guys do a bonus episode? Do we have to talk about this now? Jake. I quit. Hey, by Please the way, quit. everything I said in it, it's all irrelevant now. Cause I was like, guys, I think we're getting a trailer. Well, first of all, I know Craig was going <laughs> to do it on his own. So I like sat in on it and I, and I made, I made myself known and <laughs> Jake, so, I miss you. I'm sorry. Come on, let's do a bonus episode. We're doing a bonus episode after this. So... To all of our patrons, look forward to that. It's great content. What was I talking about? Um, yeah, it's a weird time to celebrate stuff. I built myself up for a lot of, um, for something, like which is pretty normal for as a Ghostbusters fan. I'd be like, maybe something great will happen. Um, and then nothing really came out. But I personally, like, it goes back to the long distance relationship thing we're in with Afterlife. Like, it's it's weird, but it's we know we have to wait. We know that we love Afterlife very much, and they love us, but we're apart right now, and going to be a, f- a few months like eight months though. yeah and i think there. you know i think the thing everybody is wanting to see is that first shot of of uh bill murray dan Aykroyd. i don't want to see it J- jake doesn't want to see it jake what t- talk talk to it. talk about that i just i don't know i don't, don't want to ruin that man like yeah. the it's yeah. ghostbusters 3 like we we know that that's going to be there we know we're going to see bill like why, why ruin that out of context and out of the, just give us the, I just want to watch the movie. So like, you don't even want to save another, yourself for it. Yeah. I would love to see another trailer. Sure. But I want the, I want the new trailer to show us not much more than the last trailer did. You know, right. you can, you can cut another trailer and still keep things very vague, mm-hmm. you know, give us a tiny bit, but I don't want to see the four guys in there. I just don't want to see that yet. Like right. I want to be, I want to see that in a movie theater. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, abstinence, afterlife abstinence. Let's wait. Afterlife wait, wait till it's right. I like that. I mean, we luckily. I mean, it is a bummer, and I didn't want to be the one to say this, but um, the original release date was July 10th, so that's a week from today. Yeah. So we 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 it would have been now, but it's not going to be, and that's fine. We're we're all willing to wait. We've waited 30 years. Another eight months probably won't kill us. It might, uh, but uh, I we'll agree. I think still images out of context would kind of, it would be cool, but it'd be like, a, I don't want to see Peter Venkman after this much time in that context, like in a trailer, I'd accept it and be happy about it. I want to see it in the movie. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to sit down. Yeah. And, it and, can't, yeah. It would almost cheapen it. You want that the right way. Yeah. I think, um, there was a couple things announced, uh, throughout the day. Um, 
Actually, there wasn't. the The main announcement was the <laughs> uh, the well, they did. Campfire Marshmallows did come out and say they will be officially putting out Ghostbusters Marshmallows, which we kind of figured. Um, but there's the uh, the plasmane. Uh, what do you call it? My little, My pony, little pony crossover crossover figure with Ghostbusters. And listen, it's not going to be for everybody. I get it. My favorite though, we posted about it. We got the press release. And I don't, Jake, I don't know if you saw this, but apparently there's like a couple hardcore My Little Pony fans who've got some major issues with the design of and the new the, pony. There's no like brushable hair <laughs> that they would prefer it be real yeah. or synthetic. Yeah. So. Or- um, but it's cool. I, I listen, it's, it's, it's a fun crossover. Hasbro is going to do that. It's not just Ghostbusters. Hasbro owns the brands. It doesn't, you know, some people will buy it. Some won't. That's fine. It's not, it's not my a hundred percent, uh, go to, but am I going to get one? Yeah. Am I going to get three or four? Probably. Yeah. I'm sick in the head. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, but really there wasn't a whole lot of other announcements besides that. So, um, as far as predictions of when that second trailer is going to come out, uh, my educated guess would be the holidays yeah. sometime in December. Yeah. Between Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. Just like the Something. last one, um, you know, because the movie comes out in March. So, you know, a three or four month kind of, they're going to have to reignite the marketing at some point. They're going to have to kind of, you know, the engines have kind of cooled and they're going to have to uh, get people excited and, and ready to see a new Ghostbusters movie. Um but there's still a lot of up in the air. Movie theaters are kind of not really open yet. There's no new movies coming out yet. Yeah. So we're here to keep you excited. So yes. that's, that's our purpose. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Jake, anything else on Ghostbusters Day before we move on? Mm, no. What? There's just not a lot. I mean, there just wasn't anything. So. Right, right. Not a lot. Um, yeah. the, the, the preview... Uh, the nine minute special thing that's been playing with the, the Ghostbusters re-release at drive-ins, it did leak online. Uh, we're not going to share it because I don't really like doing publicly sharing leaked stuff, but, um, I saw it though. I mean, it was the, um, it was the same introduction from the 35th anniversary from last year, which you haven't seen. It is really cool. And then there was like a three minute featurette with Ivan and Jason. That was actually really, it was really cool. And it was, it was you know, it was nice to see them interact. It's always great to see those two. I I want Jason and Ivan to start a podcast together. I think that yeah. would be great. Ab- yes. Just, 100%. just reviewing episodes of real Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's <be> so stupid. <laughs> uh, but, um, but it was like kind of what you would see like on a DVD. Like I, and I'm God, I cannot wait to get the DVD with all the behind the scenes features of, uh, of this movie once it happens. So um, it's out there. If you go see Ghostbusters this weekend, uh, have fun, be safe, all of that. Uh, it is playing here. Our drive-in theater is doing a double feature tonight with Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day. And I would be lying if I said I didn't want to go. I don't know why, why we're not going. We said it was because of Hamilton, but we were already watching Hamilton. It's paused. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Or did we just out ourselves as Hamilton fans you're over not, Ghostbusters? You're Bill Murray fans? not going to go see Ghostbusters in a drive-in Time for out. fucking Hamilton? Time out. We're not throwing away our shot, Jake. Time out. Yes, Hamilton <laughs> was released on Disney Plus today. Yes, and it's yes, paused right now on the TV in we've front been, of me. We've watched a little bit of it. But not once in... I never once... Those words never came out of my mouth where I said, we're not going to see Ghostbusters Yes, they, of- Yes, they did! <laughs> You literally said, but Hamilton comes out. <laughs> Did I say so that? So it's going to be like an investment. Oh, well. 
we could Hamilton watch Hamilton still be there tomorrow. and still go see Groundhog Day. It will at, like, be midnight. just as bad tomorrow when you watch. Stop, Jake. <laughs> it's so good. Anyways, uh, go see Ghostbusters. Have fun. Live your life. Celebrate the Fourth of July. All that stuff. And uh, happy Ghostbusters Day. Or be- watch Hamilton. Whatever you want to do. Ghostbusters Day is. It's always Ghostbusters Day in my house. That's I'm like, the thing. I'm like uh, Pete Mosen. I'm part of every franchise. Hey, everybody. Craig here. Thank you so much for checking out Yes, Have Some this week. I wanted to tell you about the exclusive Yes, Have Some audio content that you can get on our Patreon page. That's going to be patreon.com slash yes, have some. For $5 a month, you're going to be getting exclusive access to our weekly. Yeah, we're doing weekly audio bonus content now 15 20 25 minutes every week after the regular podcast drops you can head over to patreon and it's going to be brand new discussion topics things we're not covering on the main podcast feed bonus fuck budgets things that maybe we don't want to talk about on the main feed that we want to save for exclusive access to all of our yes have some patreon members now it's only five bucks a month and that goes directly to the podcast for our hosting fees our website costs things like that and we're going to be providing you extra audio content every single week plus a monthly full bonus episode where we break down a movie or an old tv show uh and we'll probably do more than that so we're just kind of getting started with uh patreon we want to make sure that everybody gets a lot out of it so head over to patreon.com slash yes have some and sign up today we appreciate the support now back to the show all right, moving on. Um, I sent you guys this article, and uh, this is you know this is kind of the there's not a whole lot in the news, but we we've we've we're all toy collectors, and I thought this article was interesting. I thought it'd be a fun discussion topic to kind of carry us through the second half of the show here. Um, hold on one second. Cool. Uh, this article came out. It's about this guy who is the article was from the guardian. Uh, I, I can't remember who posted it in group therapy, but I, I, I suggest we'll post the link. I want everybody to read this, but the article is titled, I bought these items and I couldn't stand them inside the mind of a Batman collector. Um, TLDR. The article is about a guy who throughout the nineties had an obsession where he would buy anything with Batman, anything from the Batman movies, 89 Batman returns, Batman forever, all that stuff. And he amassed this huge collection. It turned into a real problem for him, like a real addiction. And he was so distraught and like defeated after the release of Batman and Robin being so disappointing that he kind of, I don't know. I read it a couple days ago. What did he do? Did he just like stop? That's Can what I, made him stop. I have the quote because it made me, I loved it so much. He says, "I." it says he quit because he was deeply offended by the quality of Batman and Robin, okay. which is awesome. And at first I was like, I kind of felt bad for this guy because I read the text in the article before seeing the pictures. And then I saw his collection. And I was like, fuck, I don't feel bad for this guy. He's got an awesome collection. Um, but also like, I guess there's, you know, he, I, I kind of... But, but the, it's a weird thing. Like, it's a weird perspective of like, what is too much and when is it unhealthy? And when is it also just very healthy to collect toys? Right. But he, like it. it also, but it, it went on to talk about how he has, to, he's quit collecting toys in the sense that he felt like he had to, like it was an addiction. He cannot go on eBay. He calls eBay a no fly zone. eBay is a liquor store for him basically, or a, a, a drug den, um, which I actually agree with. <laughs> Like I don't do, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, but I feel like it's all about moderation. Like 
of whatever it is, whatever you're doing. Right. So some people can't control that. Though, yeah. Is what it well, is. I understand that. Yeah. You're, I think we're all here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, exactly. Um, so it, it's a great article and it's interesting and it, it kind of, it, it made me kind of think of a couple different takes on this, which is the first is the, the thought of this guy's a huge Batman fan and then he's so offended by Batman and Robin, he just stops. And it kind of, and I was trying to relate it to like, okay, maybe as a huge Ghostbusters fan, you know, maybe are there people out there that were just so taken aback and distraught with what answer the call was that they just stopped being a fan? To me, it seems like all of these franchises, there's so many different versions of everything. You got to pick and choose. You can't love all of it. So maybe this guy had some other issues that, weren't really with Batman or Robin, but maybe like, I don't know, Jake, what did you think of the article when you read it? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think like you can't, you can't put it on, uh, on Batman and Robin because clearly the dude's got some issues otherwise happening. You know, if you, if you're collecting toys or, co- or doing anything to a point where it's like, becoming bad for your mental state and you're going broke because of it. Um, that's like a real life, like it's funny because it's toys, but that's like a real life thing. And that's a, uh, that's a issue that stems deeper than just Batman and Robin. So even though like he, you know, he thought Batman Forever was fine, and then and and I do think Batman Forever is. I'm not saying that Batman Forever is bad, like Batman and Robin, but it, like the 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 between those two movies, it's like not. It's not that such a far drop, right? you know. Right. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, this one ruined it for you. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> It's weird, dude. It's weird. Like it's, it's, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's such a big collection. And the fact that he was able to stop though, I mean, like, I guess that says something like it. Some people aren't able to stop. Well, you know what it says? He's not a real Batman fan. (laughs) I think that's what it says. Yeah, for sure. He's not a real fan. uh, Jake, I agree with you. I mean, he, I commend the guy for realizing this, that his passion had become an unhealthy addiction. Um, Abby, what was, uh, what was your take on this? I mean, I understand that like as someone, uh, you know, with a former addictive personality, like, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, recovering alcoholic, I understand what it's like to go through not being able to stop doing something and facing it and then, um, making a change. So I applaud him for realizing that it wasn't healthy for him. Um, I know it's all fun and games to laugh cause it's a Batman. Well, I'm um, not collection. laughing at him. Well, I, mean- I was earlier kind of, it's, <laughs> it's what we're still, yes, have some podcast. Okay. Um, but to, to what I, well, the thing that stuck out to me in this article is one of the last paragraphs was talking about how important the community of collectors was to this guy and how feeling like he had a family and friends to share pictures of his collection and his ongoing collecting habits with people. Like that's something that we do at yes, have some, and that connects all of us. And that I think is the most important, like thoroughfare through all of this is that we have a community where we're all talking about these things that we love and obsess over. And I think it's very healthy to have a positive distraction, like a movie or like uh, collecting toys. I literally was talking to my therapist about this 
this this week about how like those habits are are really good and sharing them with other people can do a lot of good in building your network and in helping you recover from things. So I applaud that and I think that that's very cool and it's good that he isn't on uh, eBay if it's not good for him. But I'm jealous of his chocolate Batmobile in his refrigerator um, because that's very, very cool. It sounds like he had a lot of edible stuff that was like crossover merchandise that yeah. I'd love. It's like I want to reach out to him and be like, hey, man, I know you went through a lot, but um, tell me about all the Batman cereal you had. Like, <laughs> are you selling it now or can I get my mm-hmm. hands on it? That's um, the thing we're all thinking. It's like, is he, is he going to sell it? <laughs> um, listen, I, the reason I wanted to bring up this topic specifically is because obviously we're all toy collectors. And we, I think, you know, if you're in group therapy and you've been, you know, you talk to all the foot, we, we all deal with various levels of like, like it's life is hard, right? We all go through stuff. And like, I, I would not, I would tell anybody that collecting toys and in being a hobbyist is something that centers me and it brings me tons of joy. But I would be lying if I said I didn't spend too much money on toys. Like, of course I, I, of course I do. I hope I never cross into a path where it's like, Hey, um, you know, you're mm-hmm. the, they're taking the keys from the house and I'm like, well, they didn't, they can't have my details. Well, well, that's the difference. I think money. So like people might say, Hey, you're, you're spending money or where do you get all this money? You know what? Money is money. It's right. a made up thing. There will be more of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you can spend your money and you can still like comfortably live like a life, then who the fuck cares? Like, I don't, I don't care how much money you spend on the stupidest shit possible. Like someone might collect something and I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. But if, if that person can like feed themselves and pay their bills, who, then who cares? Right. Yeah. It's like a positive way to occupy your headspace and to, to make checklists. That money's and go to stores. fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like money's fake. Like it's like it, you're going to get you. If you have a job, you'll get more of it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. how. And much honestly, Just, I want to talk to the person who fucking set up. I want to know who set up like the financial system of our country. Tell me what's his name, man. Alexander yeah. Hamilton. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that that just happened. We're sorry, Jake. Are Holy you still shit. here? Did okay. you leave? Um, Jake, I completely agree with you, man. Like it's all about knowing what your own limits are, knowing what your own boundaries and budgets are. Um, but yeah, looking in the mirror, checking yourself, making sure what you're doing is not destructive and right. Yeah. Right. And, and like, you know, somebody had brought up in like the, uh, in Facebook about the eBay hangs, like how do you guys do these? Like it's, it's not about, it's more about community than anything. And if you, if, if it's it, not about the money we spend, it's about the time we spend together. Yes. That's what I always and say on our eBay hangs, the toys. But um, also if you know how to budget yourself, then you can have money to spend. Right. Like True. that's it. Like people, I've had people straight up ask me before, like, how do you afford? Like, how can you, uh, I buy a lot of shit. How can you afford it? Well, work. I have a job, right? I have, I have a like job and <laughs> I don't, I, I, I pay my bills. I don't buy it. I don't have a car or a house that I can't pay for you know what i mean it's like what if i learn how to jake i don't buy clothes i don't buy boots you'll have money to spend i'm gonna edit the episode (laughs) i'm gonna edit where you just said i don't have a car or a house and just cut it from there (laughs) i don't have a car or a house House, and then put in the money is fake (laughs) (laughs) jake logic dropping knowledge um money is fake this episode i turn into a conspiracy theorist money is fake (laughs) i don't have a car i don't have a house uh, but we do have some great Godzilla NECA figures. Thank Hell, you again. Y- yes. You know um, what? That's really what life is about. So so this leads me to a couple prompts I have for you guys. Just fun discussion here. 
Jake, I don't know if I've ever yeah. asked you this. When did um when did like having toys transition to like collecting toys for you? Like at what point in your life was it like, oh, I'm not buying these to play with, I'm buying these to put on a shelf and I need I'm gonna be getting more and like start documenting an actual collection? Um I mean part of so I definitely like I wanna say probably around middle school, I stopped like playing with toys, maybe like, maybe like, maybe like elementary, like late elementary school, whatever. I, I I stopped like for a long time. I didn't buy toys, but I always hung on to the Godzilla stuff and the Jurassic park stuff and the Ghostbuster stuff that I already had. And there's a, I have a, my mom has a picture somewhere of like my bedroom when I was in, middle school and I have a sh- like you can see a shelf of toys and I'm like I wasn't playing with toys then but I I owned them and I kept them because mm-hmm. they were things I liked but that stuff went into storage for a long time it didn't display for a long time and then when I I got out of high school like I always bought stuff but I wasn't like I bought it if I could if I saw something I liked but I wasn't like actively looking for things but then when I got out of high school, I start when I started tattooing about 10 years ago um, and I started getting like a state. Like, I remember my very first paycheck. I went to Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. My very first paycheck from 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 tattooing. I went to Toys R Us with it. And um, literally since then that like that was when I started getting like hardcore about collecting things. Right. Yeah. I had stuff laying around, but that was when I started like really adult becoming collecting. Right. Yeah. When you can cash that paycheck and go to Toys R Us, that's gotta be top five best moments of your life. Like, cause I have, I have a moment like that. Like I'll but, remember it. Bro. Yeah. yeah. I wish you remember. I wish you, God, why didn't we have a documentary film crew there with Jake? Yeah. I want to see what you were buying. I want to see those toy aisles. <laughs> I bet you, I bought some God. I bet I bought some mini mates or something. I think ghostbuster mini mates were a thing. Were they, was that a thing 10 years ago? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, do you, you know what? This is going to blow your mind. Yeah. This probably was longer than 10 years ago. Dude, 10 years ago was when Maddie collector ghostbusters started. Oh, it was probably. Yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't long after I started working. I think that that that's kind of part of what kickstarted it was. Maddie Collector started coming out and I bought the subscription to Maddie Collector. So I was getting those Ghostbuster figures like once a month. Right. I mean, me, I've always I've always collected my entire life like even when i was in second and third grade like the biggest thing with my toys or whatever i had was having shelves to display them on my thing was and you guys anybody who knows me knows this i change directions very quickly and yeah, i go very the same as you change songs when you're listening to them in the car <laughs> yes i've, never, I've noticed that i've never I've noticed that. i think it's called 80 i'll be like i'll be like i'll be like hey craig let me let you hear this song 20 seconds of it and then he shuts it off and I'm like, oh, oh okay. It, it is infuriating. Well, let's, let's do a different one, I guess. It shows no respect for the artist. <laughs> you know? You can't just stop and not finish things. Holy shit, I'm getting called out so hard. God, take a road trip with Craig. It is frustrating. I've never Bring headphones. Um, okay, cool. Well, and, I guess uh, we'll listen to this entire Floral Mass album, though. Oh, <laughs> while, Let's do the whole hey, thing. While we run out of gas. Floral Mass <laughs> while we run out of gas and miss our fucking turn. 
Oh my God, are we having a fight? We're not even on vacation. I like this. I do too. This are, feels good. Are we talking about our collecting habits still? I um I always collected stuff when I was a kid. It was, I was huge into sports cards, basketball cards, and toys. Um, I when as soon as eBay became a thing in like ninety seven, ninety eight, like I was buying. I found some old real Ghostbuster stuff. Uh, I collected um, wrestling figures, mostly Jack's wrestling figures, mint on cards starting in seventh and eighth grade. So I was, my entire wall in my bedroom was covered with mint on card wrestling figures almost all throughout high school. And then I realized like, Hey man, if on the off chance you were to ever have a date or a girl or even a friend, another human being step into your room you're they're not going to be cool with this. Like I'm not going to be able to be like, now this Steve Austin has the vest. Now, if you notice, it says Austin three sixteen, but it's actually not accurate. Like I, that I kind of went through that like identity crisis of like having to kind of suppress my actual interest. Self-awareness. Yeah. It sucked. Fit it in. really sucked. Cause I didn't like it. I didn't, I, I packed up all my wrestling figures and like sold them. But what happened was I ended up, I, I really went hard on collecting DVDs. Like that was my thing for five or six years. Like Jake, you talk about the paycheck thing. Like my, when I was 14, I got a paycheck. I immediately went, it was the first day that Phantom Menace came out on DVD. I bought the special edition. Like I remember a friend of mine uh, who I worked with was like, dang, you're allowed to buy DVDs with your paycheck. I was like, it's my money. Also, my mom's the manager and I get paid more than you. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I've always collected, but the interesting thing was I sold all my DVDs. I really did not have any money to my name in like early, you know, late teens, early twenties. Like, you know, you just, who does I didn't, Yeah, I didn't have any money. Like I, whatever money I had for my job went to whatever bills I had and that I had no disposable income for anything else. And like when me and Abby first were like hanging out and stuff, like the old, I had three toys on my shelf. I had a mint on card, random Batman figure from like Walgreens or something. That was just like a random thing. I had one Maddie collector, uh, the Egon with the stacked books mm-hmm. and I had a Jack Osborne statue. Yep. And you had like a Seinfeld puffy shirt that came with like the DVD box. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking that was pretty cool. Like my collect- I looked past your Family Guy collection and was like, I did. Was it a co- cool. I just had the DVDs. It wasn't a collection. Uh, hey, should I, uh, you want to shit on me a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> this is the episode where we bully Craig. Yeah. All right, Abby, how about your collecting habits? All right. For me, I was, I mean, just like Jake, there's pictures of like my, my little pony collection. Um, I used to, do their hair and line all of my My Little Ponies up on my dresser. I probably had like somewhere, like not a hundred, but like a pretty good amount, like 30, 40, 50, maybe. I was I was getting them for several years. I had a pony birthday party, which was pretty tight. Um, so yeah, My Little Pony was, I was always kind of in that collector mentality. I liked the idea of, of amassing things that make me happy and then putting them up somewhere where I can look at them and not necessarily like, play with them every day. And I did have certain ponies that were like my ponies that their hair was all jacked up because I loved them so much. Um, but yeah, moving on from there, like I did, I collected pogs and stuffed animals and beanie babies. I did American girl doll. Uh, I was into Felicity and like getting all the fucking accessories for that stuff. Littlest pet shop. So yes, it's always been there. Um, like from childhood for me to find things that, um, like I wasn't always action figures. Like that wasn't necessarily what I loved. I always have had like, 
memory boxes though that I would keep under my bed with like mementos and things from experiences that I went through that made me happy. So that carries on to when I go to a flea market or a toy fair or toy show nowadays, I like to find like movie poster related stuff or like little like um like a press kit yeah, or something you, like that. I like, like little <clears throat> tidbits and nostalgia that, that that comes from my collecting. You and of- Jake both like like Jake, obviously you love action figures, but you also love promo items and anything related to the movie. That's Abby. That's like, your yeah, number one it's thing. like, I need a piece of it that I can take home with me. Like the aggro crag and I can look at and reminds me of the event and I'll treasure it and dust it and keep it on my shelf. I always had stuff like that on my shelf, little yeah. things like, that. but you go hard too. you're, you'll, you'll get into something and that becomes your thing. Yeah. Like Jake, I feel like you're more consistent, like with your, your interests where it's like mm-hmm. Godzilla, horror ghostbusters ninja turtles um my only other question for you guys is when at what point jake and this is kind of like i feel like i'm interviewing you guys this is very fun when did um when did your collection become like oh this has taken over a whole room in my house and what i know i feel so much pride about my toy room but have you ever had that thing where like somebody else comes over and they they really just don't get it and it's kind of like awkward you're talking about parents. Parents. It's a lot of times it's your parents. It's a friend. Like when people don't understand like the collecting habits, like people who get it, get it. Right. So like, but some people, when they say things like, Oh, Oh, you're scaring me. This is like, yeah. Oh, it's like, I don't know what it, it's like. They're intimidated by the fact that they can't identify what most of it is or any of it. Well, what I want to say to those people is like, Hey, I'm way happier than you. <laughs> like your life is awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. How's the bachelor? <laughs> exactly exactly um anyways i I guess it's not really okay so well for me i know i'd like to know when jake's point was because craig i think you and i had the same moment we both lived in raleigh we were renting one room out of uh, this guy's house and then we had to rent a second room for our collection as it started to grow so that was kind of like the pivotal point well part of that is because i didn't want him to get another roommate i didn't want another roommate (laughs) i was sick of sharing the bathroom bathroom. let me rent out another room for my my 10 (laughs) ghostbusters toys so Jake, when did you like when did you feel that you needed or when did you have a room basically? Um I mean it was basically not long after I it was not long after that 10 years ago after I bought that first after I got that first paycheck. It, yeah. I, I had already had a good bit of just random stuff from having throughout the years but as soon as I had like steady money coming in and like a a, a good job I started spending most of that money like on nice. toys and stuff and I at the time I lived in a really small one bedroom apartment mm-hmm. with a dog and one other person. So it, it got cramped really quick and we moved out into a bigger place. And the place we got was big enough that I was like, Oh, well I'm just going to put all my toys in this room. Right. And it just quickly turned into, and like, I still see like every now and then I'll get, it'd be in my Facebook memories, like pictures of my collection from about 10 years ago. And then, and, and I'll, I'll look at it and, you know, and, and at the time it was impressive and, and, and some people will still think it was impressive. But when I look at it now compared to what I have now, I'm like, this is, a, this is a little baby collection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we've, we, the, we have pictures from our first, like that room I was referencing. I'll yeah. have to put them in our story at some point. The, the thing is that the collection, the, this is the scary part. Well, we'll wrap up on, on this, uh, this notion, like, uh, it's never over you're never finished. You might finish a line of toys, but the, you know, Jake, your, your house is, you know, 
There's not a ask, there's not a part of your house that isn't dedicated to your collection in some level. And I'm, it's, it's the I'm same assuming with us. It, I'm assuming at some point I'll be able to have one of those houses that I can just charge people admission to come. It'd be like a little museum or something. Right. Because it mm-hmm. basically already is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Jake, your house when you walk into your house, it's impressive because it's like immediately once you get past the kitchen, it's just like here's an, an incredible Stephen Curated, King book yeah. collection. And mm-hmm. here's you know, we did a whole actually by the way, if you go to our YouTube channel, there's a whole toy room tour. That's Jake's whole house, basically, um, which was which was a ton of fun to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's never over. And the thing I'm starting to realize as my toy room fills up and it spills over a little bit, it might come to a day where I have to make some cuts, where I have to say like, there's just certain things that I I don't, I don't want to get rid of, but they're they're not going to stay on display, and I'm going to have to put them. Well, you're already backpedaling on things that you said you'd never collect. Like you, when you said you you've made statements about not doing GI Joe, and now you're getting the Street Fighter GI Joe stuff. I've you got mean, one. Well, He Man's now a part of our world, which I'm very grateful. I love He Man and Stink Warren. I'm I'm surprised I'm I'm as into Masters of the Universe as I am right now. I'm, I'll save that for another week because I could go on and on about it. Yeah. One thing I will say is Masters of the Universe Maddie Collector figures are not like Ghostbusters Maddie Collector figures. They are very expensive. They are actually unaffordable, is what I will say. You 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 they're insanely expensive. But um yeah, I the collection is growing and then like your, as your interests grow and also when you know when we went and toured Bobby 80s collection like I feel like Jake and I had a heart to heart that night it was the most serious conversation we ever had I was like dude we need to get our act together yeah. <laughs> like this, that was the night you guys were reborn as toy collectors I was a reborn toy collector yeah. I thought I had a good collection and you know what we got back from Bobby 80s and I just burned our house down it's just, I was like, this is awful. You asked, you asked Bobby eighties into your heart. I did. But here's the thing. You, you, the part of the fun. And we'll, yeah. He accepted said, Bobby eighties. Oh, accepted Bobby eighties as my savior. Um, this is fun. Reborn toy. Collector. Oh, never. Now we're going to put that another one like it. Listen, I, part of the fun. It, we all started with this article that we were talking about. Part of the fun of the community is being inspired by your fellow collectors, whether it's the way they display things or different toy lines they collect or learning about things you didn't know. Um, that was the fun of going to Bobby 80's house yeah. of like seeing Ghostbusters stuff that we never even knew existed. And that's, that's why I love being a collector because it's almost like it's a constant treasure hunt and like, what's more fun than a treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, I'm feeling inspired. Oh, yeah. It's the it's the appeal of Animal Crossing. And I'm not going to go into or explain that game, but those who play it will understand the collecting mentality of like chasing after things and hunting for things. And once you find out this exists, you know you need it. Yeah. That's what makes it awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Well, listen, guys, we'll, um, we'll, we're going to wrap up. Um, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, you can let the conversation carry on in our official Facebook group. Yes, have some group therapy. Abigail? Let's hear your your new version. It's edited because nobody has to turn any computers on or log into anything because that's already done. Just search. Go ahead and search for Yes Have Some Podcast Group Therapy on Facebook. You'll find our group. Ask to join either myself, Craig, or Jake. 
We'll accept you. And from there, you can post quality content, no memes. Um, go ahead and talk about what we talk about on the show or how you're celebrating uh, this weekend if you're watching Jaws or like swimming. I'll be jealous if you're swimming somewhere because mm-hmm. I don't have a pool. But yeah, just post good stuff that uh, that's quality, a good conversation starter. So. Yeah, I want to I want to hear more about people's collections. I want to be inspired by like other people's like displays and stuff. I want to know what's going on out there. Um, Jake, my last question for you is, did you see the video of the giant bird who picked that shark? up out of the ocean no oh my god Do it's you should, insane you should watch it right now it's insane it's this big bird that's flying over the okay. ocean and it picks up a shark and it flies teams away up with, with a shark it does not team up with it. it it definitely it looks like they're like has a- poor intentions for this poor shark um well everyone go watch that that's your homework it's so cool. uh jake anything else before we sign off no, I think that's it. It was a good episode. It was good. Yeah, I had a good stuff. time. Good you got stuff. a video to watch. You got a you you got your big fight at the airport. Yeah, it was good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, it was good. Um, listen, everybody, we are going to be having uh, some fun on Patreon over the next couple weeks. Uh, more bonus content, uh, more stuff that we want to talk about on the podcast, but maybe is more reserved for a little bit of a paying audience. Uh, so behind closed doors. Yeah. YHS uncensored. Listen, if you want to get on that, go to patreoncom slash. Yes. Have some, we absolutely adore our patrons. We thank you for the support. I almost, we hate you. We Were you about you. to say we hate you? We hate you. <laughs> no, we love you. Oh my. I'm like blurring you're, out you're here. good. You're good. We love, we love you. you. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, buy my buy a popcorn maker from Uncanny Brands because <laughs> yes. it's so cool. Yes, if you want to see Abby pitching a Captain America popcorn maker, that's now available as well. Um, well, listen, thank you, everybody. Oh, enough with the ads. <laughs> it's so fun, though, dude. This is the thing, man. When when we the, put them all at the end, we're very courteous. The, the longer you podcast, the more it's like you got to start hawking your shit popcorn makers and dr peppers and all sorts of stuff yeah um and get, we get popping we will happily do it uh for abigail gardner and jacob walsh my name is craig goldberg thank you for joining us this week we will see you next time bye see ya bye <laughs>